We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The hottest next tape you'll find online. Next all day. We bleed blue and orange. This is Knicks Fan TV, your one-stop shop for the ultimate New York Knicks fan experience. News, rumors, debates, post-game live streams featuring live callers. Let's go Knicks, baby! And now, your host, CP, the NY Fanatic. Here we go. Saturday matinee, 1 o'clock start. Knicks against the Blazers out for revenge. And from the start of this game, I already knew these boys were ready to go and take this W because the Knicks starters leading on the defensive end went at these Blazers relentlessly on both ends of the floor. And despite a furious comeback by Anthony Simons and company, the Knicks found a way to get it done, led by their big three. R.J. Bully in his mid-range bag. Julius in his double-double bag. Typical night. But it was once again an aggressive performance by the Burner Man. Alfred Payton with 22 points, 7 boards. Going at Dame Dollars relentlessly. Attacking a, a, uh, a weak Portland interior defense. And hey man, when, when we know when Alfred gets aggressive... Good things happen. Nine and two now when he makes over five points, over five buckets, as Alan Hahn said. Knicks get the W. 110 to 99. This is Knicks Post Game Live. CP, Ashley Moss, Jay Ellis in the building. Yep. Jay Ellis, talk to me, man. Knicks get another W. Sixth place now in the East. Revenge yes, sir. hours. Talk to me, man. What you like about this game? Talking about playing. You talking about playoffs? I don't know. We'll see. We'll talk about it. Anyway, I'll say this. All right. Like you said, Soft paper tissue interior defense from this Portland Trailblazers team. 50 points in the paint. No problem for the Knicks. Yeah. First check for us. Uh, second check for us. Uh, shooting around the 40% tile, 40% mark from three. Mm-hmm. Also good for the Knicks. We can try contributions from a bunch of Knicks. Even Alfred Payton hit a three. Even Alfred Payton hit a yes. three. Yes, go. Ashley. Ashley promptly tweeted me that <laughs> Alfred Payton hit a three. <laughs> Alec Burks seemed like he was coming back to life and hit yep. a couple of threes as well, and so did Randall and company. But also, it was the defense, man. It was the timely defense, you know, because uh, the Portland Trailblazers were going off from three. The second quarter, Knicks held them to 20 points, which is pretty pivotal. And That's then in the fourth quarter, again, the Knicks, after going on their run, leading by 15 points, kind of kept Damian Lillard in check, 
And yeah. the Portland Trailblazers didn't hit a three in the last eight shots of that fourth quarter, yeah. and that's yeah. why we won the game. High-octane offense, man. This Blazers team averages 115 points on the year. We were able to hold them to 99. Mm-hmm. Ash, what were your key takeaways in this game? Listen, when you're playing a team like Portland, they have shooters, and shooters shoot, and they enjoy having the entire court to do so. And the only way to stop a team that has shooters like this, especially when your shooters are very inconsistent, is you have to make it as uncomfortable for them to shoot as possible, and that is exactly what the Knicks did today. They were on them like white on rice, like peanut butter on jelly, and it was just making them real uncomfortable to take the shots that they normally can get up with no problem. The defense was impeccable. They were not letting them breathe. They were not letting them get the shots up that they're used to making. And it was making it hard for them to adjust because all the shots that they are used to having available were unavailable. So those second and third options for them just weren't hitting. And that is where we shine because today or tonight, wherever you are watching this, um, our second chance opportunities were golden. And that is what I love to see. You know, I always say, and Clyde was saying it today, defense is your best offense. And today the Knicks were playing both sides of the ball, complimentary basketball. All the starters had points the minute they got on that court. Everybody was sharing that ball. Everybody was doing that part. their part. It was the first time all season that the star- all starters scored while they were all on the floor. So that is what complimentary basketball is, and that is basketball at its finest, and I love to see it. Good, good points, good points indeed. And, yeah. and as you mentioned, the defense and them getting after it. You know, it, it's funny when we have – sometimes when we have these shows and callers call in with a question, and then sometimes you see it play out in the game. Dan from Long Island last episode asked us about Bullock. You know, what did Tibbs see in Bullock and what he gives him out there? And I thought you saw that on display today. I mean, he was all over it on the defensive end. They had him mostly on Trent Jr., but – he can guard, you know, different guys. He could have guarded all five of those Portland starters uh, tonight and, and really gave us an effort. You saw in the third quarter him block a three-point attempt. Yeah. Um, cutting without the ball, JL. Splash a couple threes. You know, obviously you want him to shoot more threes and, and hit more. But Bullock's versatility on the defensive side of the ball is what Tibbs likes the most. And I thought we saw that on display today, no doubt about it. Yeah, man, absolutely. You know, you know we want Bullock to shoot more, but the defense really shined through state for him. And I get on him for his, you know, lack of shot making at the end and <laughs> and his bad decisions at the end. But I got to give him credit when credit is due. He played well today, even though he didn't score the way, you know, I was particularly one. He did hit a few threes for us early and he contributed to his win. Yeah. Yep. And listen, let's not even talk about who was hitting shots that they shouldn't have been hitting or they weren't hitting earlier in the season. I mean, I know we're going to talk about Peyton later on, but I tweeted – I tweeted Jay Ellis, and I meant it. You know, I don't think Frank is going <laughs> to touch that court anytime soon because, yes, it's looking bleak, listen, yeah. it's looking bleak for our guy yeah. because although, you know, Peyton has a long way to go to change a lot of our minds, I think his performance today, the last game, is enough to stick with for Tibbs to stick with yeah. him, and I would be surprised if you see Frank touch the court anytime soon. Yeah. So, and, yeah. and, and speaking of the whole Peyton-Quickly dynamic, you know, it was an interesting and pivotal point in this fourth quarter where um, Anthony Simons had it going. And this was the matchup I was looking forward to as well, that, that second unit matchup between Simons and Quickly, um, because it was on display in that first matchup. And Simons is a bucket. He's, he's an absolute microwave. So yeah. here it is in the, um, in the fourth quarter, and Simons goes on a 9-0 run by himself, cuts the, the lead to five points. But quickly comes back. He splashes a three in Melo's eye. Then gets a steal, passes it to Bullock, 
and and uh, and then Bullock lays it in. The Blazers then sub in Dame, and Tibbs subs out quickly and puts in Peyton. So, you know, yeah. Nick's Twitter wasn't really feeling that, day, uh, Jay Ellis, but you know what? In the end, it, it turned out to be to be the right move. What would you think about that sequence? I mean, we won, and that's all that matters. Yeah, yeah right. Um, <laughs> it, 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 it's just one of those things where we won, but it's like we, we were on 106 points for, like, forever. <laughs> and you just hope that, you know, if a scorer is out there with the rest of those guys, Maybe that would have been different. Who knows? But we won at the end of the day. At the same time, too, when quickly dig, because, you know, Tom Thibodeau got nervous, too, because he also noticed that we were on 106 points for a, a while, CP. Yeah. And he subbed IQ back in the game, but yeah. Randall was uh, was playing point Randall at yeah. that time, and he wasn't giving up the ball to IQ. So then it didn't kind of – not that it didn't matter, but I guess he's like, well, I just might as well go back to defense since Randall seems like he just wants to take over the game. And the chips fell where they were. Yeah, Knicks ended up winning, but um, you know, I, I'm just glad we won. Even yeah. though I, I still don't, I still don't necessarily agree with the decision, but we won, so it yeah, won, won the game. But you know, listen, Peyton had it going, man. Peyton had it going from the jump, and like I said, you know, Dame was coming off of a strained abdominal, didn't play in in the, uh, the Thursday matchup between the Blazers, who beat Philly shorthanded. Um, so they were coming in hot, but Peyton realized that, went at Dame all night, and there was no interior defense. We started the game off putting Cannon in the pick and roll, trying to expose him early, and yeah. uh, and that was basically what set the tone, and, and they just kept attacking, led by Peyton, and, and so, you know, he deserves the credit tonight. I put him on the cover of today's show. He gets his first <laughs> He gets his first yeah. cover. So and I mean, job. listen, yeah. as we know, Cantor's not much of a rim protector, so Peyton yeah. was really able to, you know, drive it in the paint and get to that basket freely without much, you know, hesitation or much yeah. of a fight right. from Cantor. So that matchup mm-hmm. also helped him mm-hmm. in this game, too. He looked really sharp and, and um, just, you know, in it and elusive and things like that. And an interesting stat, which I didn't know, the Knicks are 8-2 and two when Peyton has five or more yeah. field goals, and at the end of the third, he had seven. Yeah, so we are now 9-2 nine nine and two two, every yeah. time Peyton has five yeah. or more field goals. So that's an interesting stat that I actually was not aware of. 9-2, so. and 11-13 on the campaign and sitting in sixth place in the East. So, uh, you know, those that are in the P word, we are right in the thick of things, right in the mix. Um, Ash, you also mentioned Canna. I thought the Mitch versus Canna matchup was very interesting. We, we yeah. know Canna's been here. You know, we know how he gets down. Yeah. He, he's still a bully in that paint, J. Ellis. He still gets his boards and can get yeah. those paint buckets. He, he had a couple plays where he, you know, out-muscled Mitch, but uh, I thought the Block Nest Monster battled out there. Yeah, just <laughs> shifting him out the way with that elbow. Yeah. But I thought Mitch battled 10 boards today. Overall, the Knicks on the boards, 51 rebounds. Eight on the offensive side, so it was a good battle. Good battle between Cannon and and Mitch. Yeah, you know the song Jay Z Big Brother. I mean Kanye yeah. Big Brother. Back mm-hmm. when I used to like him. Yeah, that's what. That's what <laughs> I mean, he went. He went. He went left. I'm sorry, he did. Yeah, he but did. anyway, <laughs> that's that's the song that plays in my head when I watch those two because I know those two played a lot when he first got here and. You know, Mitch's post defense. He, his first practice was against Enos Cantor bullying yeah, him. So, yeah. yeah, so I know like that's how he got his feet wet. But kudos to Mitch. Yeah, he, he he played well all game. The ten rebounds were big. He battled him, and at the end, I think he forced a turnover in the closing minutes of the game. He mm-hmm. forced Mitch to to, call, um, to kind of fumble the handoff for Dane towards the end. So even though 
even though um he got Cantor got um some some the better of him a few times, Mitch held his own and he forced some turnovers himself and contributed to the Knicks win. So yeah, I like what I saw from Mitch today. Yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And also, I mean, the Knicks have, I think, were leading the league in fewest turnovers this season. If I read that correctly, Knicks I want to say. are turnovers. They are 13. fifth. They're fifth. So okay, so good, we're still fifth. Good. Yeah, still so good. So top five. Yeah. And, you know, today that trend continued. We only had four turnovers, I think, in the first half compared to the Trailblazers, who I think in the fourth quarter alone they had five. So our defense was definitely putting the pressure on them to go ahead and turn that ball over. And I just think that this overall – now, there was an instance, and I want to say the last five minutes of the fourth, where, you know, Dame started to get a little hot, the Trailblazers Mm -hmm. started to just pick up speed or steam or however you want to say it. That happens when you're playing a team that has shooters. They just happen to run out of time. And the opportunity that they did have, they didn't take Mm -hmm. advantage of. But overall, I mean, the Knicks played a solid game today, yeah. so I'm definitely impressed, yeah. Uh, agreed, agreed. Um, second unit, uh, I think what came stuck out to me the most, quickly second quarter, I, I thought he he was a maestro out there. You know, again, that, that matchup with yeah. him and Simons, um, he, you know, he was a maestro out there, JL. So I just loved the way he was running the offense. Um, he had one sequence where, you know, he, he kept Simons on, on, like was able to seal him off, driving to the lane. Mm-hmm. Yeah, found ties and a nice, uh, nice pass. And I thought quickly really, really led us well in, in that second quarter. Alec Burks had an outstanding game off the bench, 16 points, eight boards, 4-9 yeah. from downtown. That's exactly the type of game that you want from Alec Burks. 27 minutes, mm-hmm. and whose minutes did he take in that second half? Yeah, we see. Austin Rivers. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah. Austin yeah. Rivers. That too, huh? Good mm-hmm. job, Tibbs. Thank you, Tibbs. Thank you. You, you made one job. Yeah, yeah, he, right. he needs like, a little breathing, man. Yes, yes. yeah. Take a, you know, look, learn from the bench. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's works. it. Learn from the bench. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ash, Ash, what, what you think about that? You know, no, no second half minutes for Rivers tonight. I think you know Tiz is the type of guy, unless you're Peyton, where <laughs> yeah. you gotta earn him. You know what I mean? You gotta earn him. And you know, I say joke. I say jokes about Peyton, but to a degree, Peyton has shown that he is somewhat of a. A contributor to this team he has earned his minutes and listen rivers is hot but then he's not and he's too inconsistent for tips and i'm okay and i'm okay with it you yeah. know i just feel like when austin rivers want to sh- wants to show up like he did in utah then you can go ahead and get your minutes back but until then you've been worse than you've been good so if that's you know the probability is not in your favor, the scale's not in your favor rather and we have more bad games or mediocre games from you where you're really just occupying minutes you're occupying space on the court but you're not really contributing then let somebody else who can do it do it you know right now it's not rivers and i'm perfectly okay with that absolutely man you, you know julius's contributions nowadays is just becoming so automatic that uh yeah, you- we rarely speak on it but i gotta go with again with rj man because in this game that i'm watching him it just looked like he could do whatever he wanted to do uh the free throw line mid-range was money getting into the lane the, the bank shots off the drive was money his passing was on point three pointers he was on point today you, you could just really tell he was just in a nice rhythm all day really and rj finishes with um 18 points, 7 boards, 8 of 14 from the field. Hashtag 9 God in the chat. Hashtag 9 God. Uh, Ash, what did you see from RJ today, man? What did you like about this game? Hashtag 9 God <laughs> in the chat. Put some respect on my guy, RJ Barrett, own, the Maple Mamba. He is coming into his own. He's becoming the player that I know and I've always known that he could be. I've only been hard on him because it's tough love. I'm so excited to see RJ just 
just flourished into this player that a lot of people did not think he could become because of his slow start and his rough rookie season. But listen, RJ is really starting to figure out how he fits. And I know you saw my boy hit that three, okay? It was nice. I know you saw him. It was nice. But listen, I think also the thing with RJ is that outside of how he's playing, I think it's also – his character is starting to grow as a player, and that's impressive too because you can see that he doesn't get as rattled no. as I think that he can't shake him. And you can't shake him. His focus is there. You know, he's not he's not easily moved by the things that are happening or not happening mm-hmm. on the court, and that's what's also impressive to see. So somebody came to me. I think somebody tweeted out, and I respond and I responded that I completely agree with it. Is RJ, you know, a contender for MIP this year? Absolutely. Somebody wanted to say, well, he's not even the most improved on his team. Julius yeah. Randle is. Listen, Randall, you know, all star, all game. I'm already voting for him. Vote for him every other day. Well, every single day rather. But listen. MIP, R.J. Barrett, no questions asked. Jay Ellis, uh, this is a tweet from Tommy Beer. Over the last 13 games, R.J. shooting 51% from the floor, 43 from three, 80 from the free throw line, averaging 19-5 and three. Yeah, I I think I said the last game, people were concerned that he wasn't hitting threes. It was two games where he wasn't hitting threes. But I think I said the last game that he's been hitting his threes ever since that the Brooklyn game where everybody was trashing him because he wasn't playing well. So I need, I need y'all to calm down, not be so short-sighted sometimes, pull back and look at the big picture. But RJ is balling right now. He's seeing the floor in slow motion, and he's making plays more and more. And just the progression is beautiful from, to see from RJ. And if he keeps this up with the – you know, with the growth of Julius Randle, with the growth, the growth of IQ, Knicks, man, we're, we're heading in the right direction, man. Right, we're right, going right. to have some pieces. We're going to have some nice pieces going forward. We, we, might, we, might, we might make some noise towards the end of the season. You don't know, man. <laughs> I don't know. Where's the window? Where's the window, CP? I like it. I like it, man. Right. Well, I'm going to just keep, you know, one game at a time. One game was, at a time, man. Well, just win the ones you can win. How do you guys feel? How do you guys feel about the RJ MIP talk? Do you think he's a contender? Do you think he should be considered? Or do you think that Julius Randle is that guy? I'm, I, you know how I feel, yeah. RJ all day, but I'm biased. I don't, think, <laughs> I don't think they'll give it to Julius. I don't think so. I don't uh, think so. Because, I who's mean, contending? who's contending right now? Like, if, if, I, if I had to pick between RJ and Julius, yeah, it would have to be Julius. But yeah, not, that's, Julius. not to say. Just by impacting winning. Yeah. You know, with the yeah. assist numbers, um, I would have to be Julius. You, you know what but I mean? can, you, can you be an all-star and MIP? Like, is sure. that, isn't that a yeah. Yeah, why contradiction? Not? Yeah, why not? I don't know. I feel like that's somewhat of a contradiction. An all-star to me is somebody. Yeah. If, it, it's, if, it, if it's his first time, he's, you know, if he makes it, he mm-hmm. makes it. You know, he, he kind of earned his bid. So, uh, good good problems to have. Let me salute everybody in the chat once again. Hit that thumbs up button for your squad on this matinee tilt. How you guys feeling, man? Leave us some comments in the chat. Let us know how you guys are feeling about this win. If you guys are new in the chat, leave a hashtag new, and we'll shout you guys out. Salute to everybody that's able to catch us on this matinee, man, especially all our guys over there in Europe, able to catch this game and catch this post-game live. Salute to you guys. I got to salute my people in Germany, you guys, because uh, when they heard my Evan Roberts interview, man, I was bigging up all our international viewers from, you know, Australia, UK, and and, uh, right, right. and all over, Jails. But the Germany-Austria contingent is heavy, man, and they're big fans of the show. So right. salute to all our guys out there in, in Germany and uh, and Austria as well. Thanks. I'm sure a couple people are in here watching. So let's uh, let's get to the phones, hear what the people got to say. Let's start off with uh, my guy Will from LIS in the building. Will, how you doing? 
Hey, what's going on, CP, JL, Ashley? Um, listen, man, I got to get them on J-Vibe. I got to be Debbie Downer. I got to be Debbie Downer. Ah, here we right. go. Here we uh, go. There's let me, always one. Let me start off with this hot take. Um, Julius Randle? Uh, not Julius Randle. Obi Toppin? He's going to be the next Frank Linnicky. Uh, oh, that's God. what I'm seeing right now. Yeah. Oh, my uh, God. Career. Let's, let's, let's look at this game tonight. He got nine minutes, two points. Playing behind Julius Randle, who got 39 minutes, 22 points. All right? Now, the way I see it is because the way Tibbs is, he's stubborn, he's not going to give Obi Toppin the minutes. Obi Toppin is going to be playing. These, these are the these, Obi Toppin is averaging twelve minutes, two uh, four point two points per game this season. That's what I see for the rest of the season for Obi Toppin. He's not going to get the minutes to do anything. He's not going to be able to improve playing behind Julius Randle. Yo, hold, hold and on. then when I look at this team, well, I got, I got, put, Will, I nice got put Will on hold, man. We, we can't, we can't, happening? we can't start the show off like this, man. I, I got to go into the game, Will. Will, you got to hold on, man. We, we can't start the game off with the violins, man. We won the game. Somebody talk to me about something that you liked about this game. Say for, say for East New York, what's going on? I had to say, set the stage of tone, man. I don't like that, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's good? Yeah, I want to start off with with a point that I had made from the last from the last um, post game show. I didn't say that I wanted RJ to shoot a lot of threes. I said he should just take a few more. You feel me? Somewhere between the three to six range. He hit two threes tonight. He looked very confident shooting it, and that's. I just feel like he should. You know what I'm saying? He should be more confident in taking more threes. It was one specific play that I believe it was in the third quarter. He, he had ran off a screen with Mitch, right? Yeah. It was a mid-ranger, though, but he, he didn't know if he wanted to shoot it or if he wanted to throw the alley. So he missed the shot. It came up short. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. it's, it's little times like that where I would notice when he's at the three-point line where he's trying to think, like, should I shoot it or should I not shoot it? You know, so it's just it's just a confidence thing. But overall, good win. That boy, Alfred Payton, he stepped up, man. I don't, yeah, I don't really think that he's going to be a Nick for too long. I think he might mess around and play his way into a trade. But, uh, you know what I'm saying? Good one for the Knicks, man. Good, good stuff. Good stuff, Jay. Appreciate that. I mean, listen, man, he, he went two for two from three, you know, RJ. He had a perfect game from the stripe from three. It'll come. You're seeing different aspects of his game round out. You know, he's yeah. getting to the rim in a crafty way. The Euro step, JLs is out. He's starting to use the right hand a little bit more. It's not all bully ball and nothing. He's, he's stopping and popping. You see, first game, first shot was from that free throw line. You know, so he, I like that. That's why I want to see him operate. Yo, CP, he's saying come. It'll come. It might be here. Like, we might be watching it. It might be here already. It just yeah. has to stay here. He's been shooting... 43% from three for the last what, 12 games. Yep. That's, it might be here, bro. <laughs> like, just just because he's not taking six threes a game, that's not his, his game. What is he doing? He's taking the right threes. He's taking the open threes, and that's the threes you want him to take at this point. Now, if he extends his game to where he can shoot it more at a, a frequent basis, so be it. But right now, he's in his back. And he's shooting over 50% from the field, 43% from three, Facts. and scoring 18 points a game. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> Fame. Second year player? Hey, fine with me. Yeah. Take fine that to the me. bank. And I, mean, I think I spoke to this last show is that I have no problem with players in general, but especially RJ, just doing what you can do and what you can do to contribute to the team while you can do it. There's no reason to try to pull every single trick out of your hat when every trick is a master jet. You know, every magician has a trick that they are impeccable at, and they have some that they're okay with. 
you know, until you can figure out how to do the other tricks well. You keep doing the one you know how to do, the yeah, one that pleases the crowd, the one working. that is the, you know, the show, ple- the show, you know, pleaser and the crowd pleaser and that. You don't have to do everything. You just do what you're good at until you figure out the next thing, and mm-hmm. that's what you're doing. So exactly. everyone needs to let them roll, let Fact. them rock, and let it come. Just relax. Everyone got to breathe. Facts. Okay. All right, yeah, well, we're gonna get back to Wolf from Milan, man. I, I didn't, I didn't like how we set the tone on that one. You know what I'm saying? I didn't like how we set the tone on that. Well, let's go somewhere else, man. We'll hang, hang on on the line, man. We're gonna get to the Debbie Downers in a little bit. I want to talk to somebody that was happy about the win. Let's go to ATL, man. Josh, what's going on? How you doing, guys? First time actually calling in. Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, loud and clear, bro. Happy Saturday, man. How you doing? Hey, I, all right, I just wanted to go, for one, say uh, I appreciate you guys doing what you're doing. There's not too many people down in Atlanta that share the same love for the Knicks like I do. No doubt. Uh, but um, first of all, um, I'm excited to see this team play the way that they're playing. We have competent play from the point guard. It's really inspiring to watch. Shout out to Elver Payton. But um, yeah. I, I, I do want to say I, I am a bit concerned with the rotations from Tibbs. I'm scared that uh, he doesn't have a feel for the team and doesn't know when to sub when he needs to sub, or he does make a sub when he doesn't need to sub. I think you touched on um, him putting up for Peyton in late in that game. Did kind of put us up at risk to lose. I felt like we win. I'm sorry. I felt like we won because um, the Trailblazers just missed those last eight shots. Yeah, in the end of the game. So uh, I just wanted to hear you guys' opinion on the um, rotation. Yeah, appreciate the call, man. Appreciate it, and salute to everybody in the A. It's all part of it, Jails. You know, I mean, it's, it's a make or miss league. And I, I thought when, especially when IQ gave us, you know, was able to stop the momentum that Simons was generating out there. You know, Simons had nine straight points for the Blazers. IQ comes back, splashes a three in Melo's eye. Then he mm-hmm. catches a steal, feeds Bullock for the layup. So IQ generated five points on his own. Yeah. But Tibbs clearly wanted to, to – and this he did this in the first game as well. He wanted to match Dame up with uh, with Peyton. And Peyton, yeah. had, and Peyton had it going. So I can't necessarily knock it, but it, it was a questionable point in that game. Yeah, I don't know. You know me, CP. It, it just seems like when it's the other way around, if Peyton had it going, he never takes Peyton out. Yeah. Yeah. That's what, that's what's frustrating to me more mostly, you know. But when it's – when any young guy has it going, they he takes them out. So exactly. that's why I kind of get throw my hands up sometimes when IQ has it going. Yeah. And he's like, "All right, now you you're gone." He's just like, yeah. "But what about equal? Like, why is it? It seems favoritism to me. Just, it's just yeah. Me. yeah, yeah, yeah. I I wouldn't say he doesn't have a feel for the team. I mm-hmm. think that's a little bit of an exaggeration. I mean, look at our record. You know, if yeah. we didn't have a feel for the team, we'd look a lot worse than what we do. Eleven yeah, exactly. I think Tibbs is just guilty of favoritism, like Jay Ellis just spoke to, and that favoritism, you know, has him stuck in this in this um, extra layer of stubbornness. He's already stubborn, but you add the concept of favoritism, and it's just super stubbornness. So I think, you know, his rotations sometimes just showcase his favoritism, but to say he doesn't have a feel for the team is definitely not true. I mean, you can see these guys look like a team. They play like a team, yeah. you know, and basketball is a – 
series of runs and possessions. And at times, you know, you can definitely see that those runs and possessions are affected by his stubbornness and favoritism. But Mm -hmm. overall, this team is night and day from where they were last season and the season before that. So I don't agree with him not having a feel, but I can understand why it's frustrating sometimes to see the way he does deal with the rotations on this team, especially from the outside looking in. There's definitely room for improvement, and there's definitely ways that it could have been done differently to affect the outcome overall. So I mm-hmm. I get it, but it, it's a very 50-50 kind of situation. Yeah, listen, when, you, when, you, when you're at, at this record, you are what your record says you are, right? And their the record says they're an inconsistent team, especially on the offensive end. So um, the questions are always going to uh, arise when you have a team like this, but it just is what it is. These, these are the horses that he's going to go to war with. You just hope that they build the chemistry and, and build some more consistency, and they're mm-hmm. kind of showing that. You know, they, they lose a couple, they come back and win a couple, you know, so they – they never really have gotten into a long drought so far this season, and and so that that's a that's a good thing. Salute to everybody in the chat once again. Hit that thumbs up button for your squad. I want to shout out Jazzy two seven eight checking in from Croatia. Shout oh. out uh, Kawhi Leonard. We got the claw in here. Okay, oh, wow. Kawhi Leonard watching on his day off. We're Poncho salute to Poncho hashtag new. B A Baracus from uh, the A team is in here. So salute. Uh, team hashtag new shout out JM checking in from Leicester City in the UK. Okay. Mads Nudson checking in from Denmark. How you feeling? Uh, Bada Zubros in Spain. We got this versus that checking in from Los Angeles. Um, Ash, who you, you want to shout out? Um, let's see. Let's shout out Paul Robinson. He gave you guys a, us rather a super chat of five dollars. He said, "Stay in your bag until you have some new tricks." Yeah. Ashley Nicole, that is a quote. JL has put it on a T-shirt. I, got, I want 5% of the proceeds. <laughs> no doubt. No doubt. Um, Shout out, everybody. Yeah. Hashtag in nine, God. I appreciate all the RJ love, all the For RJ sure. positivity. Let my man flourish. And shout out to everybody rocking with us on a Saturday. Saturday afternoon. matinee, man. We got 1,700 mm-hmm. people rocking. Salute to all the family checking in on Facebook. A um, couple super chats came in early. Jason Barkley says, hey, guys, um, look how good the Knicks can be when they have a good starting point guard play. Dame clearly was not 100%, but Peyton jumped on that to, and uh, jumped on that. Give him his flowers for this game. For sure. For sure. Um, Taps Tempo says, in Tibbs we trust. I've been critical of some of his rotation decisions, but the results speak for himself. There is a confidence and cohesiveness. Everyone buying in, playoff bound, barring trade. He also says, I woke up at 5 a.m. in Byron Bay, Australia to catch this one. Makes it worth it when they win. All right, so good morning to you, bro. Appreciate Mm -hmm. it, man. Uh, Ron Hansley says, Quirks (laughs) is greater than Quivers. uh, Quickly and Burks. Loving (laughs) loving the backup backcourt duo of IQ and Automatic Alec. Hit that thumbs up button for your squad. Yeah, I thought Burks Burks gave us some really good minutes and and, and set the tone off the bench. Like I said, four of of nine from downtown. That's the type of game that you need from them to, to move this team forward. Exactly, yeah, yeah. Let me get some uh, some calls in here. JJ from Brooklyn. JJ, how you feeling? Yo, yo, CP, what's good? Another great win, man. I wanted to give credit to two guys. I know they're not obviously fan favorites. Alfred Payton, somehow he gets in that lane, and when he does, he can finish pretty well. He's not bad yeah. at finishing around there. And, um... <laughs> Gotta give credit to Reggie Bullock, man. His defense has been really good, especially today. He was basically guarding one through four. Yeah. So he got he's all over the floor, getting blocks, rotating like crazy. So mm-hmm. 
I know it's two guys, Nick fans don't like too much, but those two, you got to give them credit. RJ, I mean, what can you say? Every game, he's just getting so much better. He's playing within himself. That Euro step he had on Cantor, making beautiful. him look silly, that was beautiful. just beautiful. Yeah. Everything about his game is just so much better, man. Like, you know, it's almost, yeah. you almost expect it now. Just, he's playing so efficiently. I think he's up to almost 45% for the year from the field. Just every game, you can just see more and more in his game. He's playing so great off of Randall. Mitch, today he did pretty good against Cantor, except for the one where it should have been an offensive foul on Cantor. We gave him the elbow. Yeah. He was defending him really well. Got to give him credit for that. And, you know, I mean, this this team, what are we, the sixth seed right now? So it's just really impressive the way this team is playing, man. And uh, I know some people are saying, oh, you know, the lottery. Don't worry, we got the Mavs. We're going to get a lottery for some Mavs. The Mavs are reeling, boy. Hopefully they lose again to the Warriors tonight. Yes, sir. Let's go Golden State. And if I don't talk to you guys tomorrow, man, hope you all enjoy the Super Bowl. Yes, sir. Appreciate it. Appreciate it, bro. Appreciate it, man. Yeah, listen, the Mavs are really, man. So we're going to be in a good position, man. We we, we are going to be A-OK. But like I said on the Bullock thing, you, you saw it today, man, the, the versatility that he gives you on the defensive end, you know, for the people that are calling for Kev and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I understand it, and I would love to see Kev getting more minutes. That's my guy. But if you want to win and Tibbs wants to win, this is why he starts Bullock. Even coming off of injury sometimes, he'll put him right back in there. You know, that's his guy. Tibbs yeah. been bigging him up all year, bro. Yeah, man. Bullock is contributing, man. I saw some crazy stat where he, he had, like, the highest, uh, like, plus minus on a team or something like that ever, like 37. That was, like, a few weeks ago, though. So even though he's not scoring at a crazy high rate, he's still contributing on the defensive end. And even when he was out, um, our defense in that, in that starting unit was was a little wonky for mm-hmm. the time he was out. So you know, it's, I guess it's one of those things where you, I guess you don't really uh, appreciate it all the time until it's gone. And, yeah. then when you, and you see, yeah, you see, he's impacting this team for sure. I hear you, man. Yeah, mm-hmm. you definitely, you definitely said wonky, bro. My, my guys in the UK and Australia use that term. Good job, Tails. You, you and your <laughs> diplomat bag today. My man said wonky ass. Yeah, gotta reach across, man. Gotta reach across. Welcome. International fans. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Salute to everybody in the chat once again. Um, Super chat came in from SK. He says, Bench Rivers, play Frank if healthy. I mean, that could be the window. We we said it on the last show, right? You know, Rivers' ineffective play could mm-hmm. spell opportunity for Frank or Kev. Yeah. Maybe. We'll see. We'll see. But uh, how many did we go deep today? We went, we did go 10 deep. You could go nine. You didn't see um, – well, Noel was out. Taj got his minutes. Mm-hmm. So you could go nine. You could go nine as well. I don't think Tibbs would be averse to that either. Yeah. I can see somebody. Somebody shaking for five or ten minutes somewhere. Yeah. We'll, we'll see what happens, man. All right. Let's go back to the phones. Let's go to um, – let's go up north. Illa, what's going on? The Canadian homer in the building. What's going on, bro? Yo, what's going on, guys? Uh, man, I am jealous of R.J. Barrett, man. Who saw that uh, post R.J. Uh, put on Instagram the other day, man, with that fly suit? Hey, yeah, Come that on, boy's guys. fresh. You guys saw that. That boy's fresh, R.J. Yeah. Lo- R.J.'s looking like Denzel Washington, <laughs> and he played Frank Lucas in American Gangster. Yo, real talk. Man, <laughs> real the, talk. That the, only, the only difference was R- R- R.J.'s the Canadian gangster. Yeah. That's the only difference, man. But listen... That's who I called to talk about, man. R.J. Barrett, man, I think he played his 80th game today. 
I th- I think it's 79 or 81 of the two. I got to double check. Mm-hmm. But uh, if that's the case, two more <laughs> games, and we can technically say uh, he's played a full season of basketball. Man, that's crazy. But uh, what I've seen in the past few games, including today, has been nothing but progress. Yeah. Let me tell you, uh, you know what I mean. Like his free throws have improved. His shooting is getting way better. His defense is definitely up to par. And one thing people never, ever talk about is his vision and passing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Nobody talks about that, man. Uh, RJ doesn't trap Ooh, himself please. like a lot of first- or second-year <laughs> players do. Uh, you can see his intelligence on the court. Yeah. And uh, for a 20-year-old in the NBA, man, that's when you know you got a good talent, man. Uh, he, you know, he may not be putting up like 30-plus points just yet, but uh, – you can clearly see he's uh, developing to be that type Big of player. Time. It's coming. It's coming. Uh, I'm excited for his future, man. I like what I'm seeing uh, from him so far. We as Knicks fans, man, we should be happy and fortunate yeah. to have a, a guy like him on our team, man. And, you know, CP, one thing I was thinking of uh, when I was watching today's game, just imagine if RJ had an elite all-star with him on the, on the court. That would be something special, yeah. man. That's yeah. all I got to say. Peace. Appreciate it, bro. Appreciate it, Illa. The Canadian gangster, he says. Yeah, yeah. RJ did a, a photo shoot with uh, Indochino rock, rock. That's good. I whatnot. just looked at yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, it was oh. playing. It was playing. Somebody in the chat said, don't mention Denzel Washington around Ash because uh, <laughs> Ashley set Twitter ablaze last night. Whatever. Uh, <laughs> talking about young okay. John David Washington okay. could be a better actor than his father. Listen. Oh! Nobody. I said that John David Washington, when it's all said and done, could be a better actor, have a better career than his father. Why is that such a crazy thing to say? First of I all, don't know, man. first of all, he's 36 years old. He's only 36. Denzel because won his Oscar at 36. You no, know, it's just Denzel's impact on movies was so great yes. that whenever I watch, you know, like Black Klansman, like I just hear Denzel in yeah. in his acting. You know, it, it's hard to set. I got to see the new one. I got to see the new one with with, with uh when Zen die and see what he's talking the about. The movie there, but. I watched it last night, which is why I said it. And I've seen a few of the movies yeah. that he was, he was in Tenet, and he was in you know Black Klansman and all Argue. that stuff. And listen, you can tell one. That he, obviously he's very influenced by his father, but yeah. listen, you have, you have the blueprint of one of the greatest actors to ever grace Hollywood. Yeah. Why is it so crazy to think that he would also have the greatest? Yeah, because because Denzel was a legend, and like I said, I just can't. I, I have a hard time separating the two when I see this guy you know, act. When I see fair. his son act, I have a hard that's time you, separating. That's not fair because he's a different type of actor. And if you watch, yes, he's influenced, but. He also has his own vibe. He has his own aura. But all I'm simply saying is, is that I'm not saying he's better right now. I'm saying when it's all said and done, just because he has the blueprint. You're saying his catalog. He, he could. I'm saying he may have a better uh, career. I don't know, man. I don't, I don't see. At the end of the day, just saying that, you know, you have your father's blueprint to follow. You can see what mistakes he made. You can learn from them. You can be better than uh, them. It's crazy to think that will it happen i don't know, I don't know. Say he's not gonna you guys don't know what he's only 36 years old the man is yeah. really good he's phenomenal but whatever uh, i'm not gonna, i love denzel by the way okay one of my first celebrity greatest of all time back up off me he's the greatest of all time we'll have to i'm see. not doubting that to be continued to be I, I i'm holding on judgment because i haven't seen um young buck act so i'm just gonna hold on you have to watch him. Right. 
I just know Denzel. I just you know, he's the he greatest. He's Rock. Plymouth Rock. Leonard, he's I, the I greatest. Know. Yeah, he's I just the know greatest. Jl. Yes, yes. Oh, doesn't. I need to see him act. All right, let's let's get back to the folks. Let's get back to the folks. No, that's funny as hell. Jay from Maryland. Jay, what's going on? What's going on? How y'all doing? Good, man. What's going on, bro? Good, good. Uh, I wanted to just give my opinion on the game. I think the game was a, it was a good game. You know, people complained and said, oh, we almost lost it. Um, but it was a great game overall. We were leading a majority of the game. They, they only led, what, once? And it was only by one or two points. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's, it's, it's a good game to go off of just because they made that run. My biggest thing is, you know, we had to get a, a big enough lead because we're not an offensive team at all. Yeah. So uh, we didn't want to, you know, you don't want to give that room for the Blazers to make that run that they made in the fourth and then possibly come back to win it at the end. So mm-hmm. um, I think we held on tight. It was a good game. Um, my only big problem mm-hmm. or is the lineup with Tibbs. Uh, I think if he could work on that, uh, I mean – we're winning games, so I can't yeah. complain. He's the coach. I'm not. Uh, but my biggest thing is why not split up RJ and uh, Randall's minutes to where they're on. Stagger like them. we have at least one of them on the court at yeah. all times. Yeah. You know, if you're playing them 37, 38 minutes anyway, there's a way to have quickly and all the bench mob in there with RJ mm-hmm. uh, on the court as well, mm-hmm. and then vice versa have Randall on the court as well. Um, in, in other situations, so that we can keep like scoring. Yeah, for the second unit, uh, because some of the problems that we're having with the second unit is they're not putting up enough offensive points, and that's when the teams are using that chance to come back. So yeah. that's my only opinion is maybe Tibbs uh, should try you know splitting up the minutes between RJ and Randall so they can kind of lead the floor on, on their own that. at some points in the game. Yeah, <laughs> you have a good one, man. Priest, Priest, yeah. and that, oh, that's my guy Zay from Maryland, not Jay from Maryland, but uh. Um, yeah, I agree with that. You know, I, I would like to see that a little bit more, splitting them out a little bit more. Yeah, so you could, you know, yeah me too. That, keep that, that could be an Yeah. But well, well also, you know, Burks, this is what Burks is here for. Burks yeah, is supposed yeah, to be, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's supposed to be Burks' role. If Burks plays his role like he, he's been playing on other teams, you wouldn't have to worry about it that much, you know? So, but I don't agree, I don't disagree with him, though. I can see that being a, uh, a solution. Yeah. No doubt, no doubt. And there is a furious Denzel Washington debate breaking out in the chat right now. <laughs> as he's sitting off a fire. It's okay, storm. Ash. It's okay. Hey, I mean. But you know what's crazy? Like, I never said that people hear that his son has the opportunity, which as a parent, I don't know how many parents yeah. I don't have. I'm not a, you know, I don't have kids, but I would want my children one day to be better than me, to surpass me. You have yeah. my blueprint, take it and be better than me. So the fact that you guys are so like, that's never going to, no, like 36 years old, his father's career. Yes. He did incredible movies before he was 36, but his trajectory of his career did not really take off until he got that 1990 Oscar for glory. Then he did Malcolm X. Then he did training day. That's when the trajectory. So his son is right there. It's not crazy to think that his career could, be on par or slightly better than his father's when it's all said and done. So, watch the movie and then come talk to me. You guys are crazy. <laughs> Never said you know, Jesus Christ. <laughs> like, 
Salute to everybody in the chat. It doesn't go. I didn't need to see the boy before I make any decision. That's all. Yeah, we'll take a look. We'll take a look, Tails, and we'll we'll do a little movie review. You know what I'm saying? We'll do a little movie review night. And stop calling me Max Kellerman. Like slander. Super slander. That's fine. I got called Max like two weeks ago. It's fine. That's, it's <laughs> ugly, man. It's ugly. I said what they, I said. They just call me CP. And they, say, they just call me CP, man. We just keep it rolling. Hit that I thumbs said up what I said, and I'm not going to change it. I said, oh, they called you. They called CP something a while last week. I forgot what they called them, though. They oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Hey, listen, man. Every, everybody gets it. Everyone. Everybody gets a shot. Everybody, everybody gets a turn on the show. I said what I said. I stand by it. Shout out to... Shout out Matthew Newman, team hashtag new Matthew, what's going on? Alan Perman sends a super chat. He says, salute. I don't want to see Elf play and want more Obi, but we're here 11 and 13 after being picked by almost everyone to finish last. Got to trust Hibs and Rose to have to follow their vision. I'm, I'm with Berman. You know, I'm with Berman. Obviously, you want to see IQ start. And obviously, you want, I want to see Kev play more. Obviously, I want to see Obi play more, but yeah. it's not going to happen. He had, you know, if we talk about Obi's game today, he had, he finally faced up on Melo, you know, mm-hmm. took him to the hole and actually scored on him. Yep. He, he shot one rainbow three that was just completely ridiculously off. I just, I want to see more in the pick and rolls. I want to see more in the pick and roll as a role, man. And also facing up more. Use your athleticism, try to attack the basket, draw fouls. Um, right now, it's, it's still a lot of perimeter game for Obi right now. So hopefully they, they start to, you know, showcase him in those areas for sure. Yeah, man. I mean, the shot he took was a good shot, though. It was like in the rhythm. It was after a few passes. I think maybe he just he just rushed the shot a little bit. Mm-hmm. But I agree with you. I want to see him cut to the basket more. The nice layup on Melo was a good start. Um, it's still early when you're not getting the minutes. That was really hard to see yeah. what, what, where he's progressing. Where yeah. he isn't. Yeah. Um, I think that's where I'm, I'm worried. I'm worried. <laughs> he's not going to get him. <laughs> yeah. I'm I'm worried for Obi's development. I'm concerned for it. I don't know how and when it's going to happen because I don't know where it has the opportunity to flourish. Yeah. So it's concerning that his development is contingent on the fact that he gets minutes, but he's not getting the minutes. And, you know, the minutes you get in practice or, you know, in a scrimmage cannot be compared to that of an actual NBA game. And I'm just concerned that if he doesn't get those minutes, then where is that development going to happen? And then that (laughs) goes ahead and you look into the future and you say, well, if he is supposed to be the future of this franchise along with RJ and IQ, then <laughs> how is that supposed to happen oh. if you're not developing hey. him while you still have Randall on the court? I don't understand how it's going to work. Well, once upon a time, J. Allison asked you, try to tell me, uh, having, uh, you know, it's a good problem to have, you know. It's, it's, I, feel, I, I, you listen, know I still think it's a good problem to have. I still All think right. it's a good problem okay. to have. Okay. <laughs> Okay. I still think it's a good problem to have. And I honestly, I still think, and I don't know if JLS is with me, I think Tiz can be playing Obi more. I don't think he has to limit his minutes the way that he's limiting them. Yeah, I think he's choosing to do it, which is another concern of mine. Because you have to see him play together. He's choosing to, yeah, he's choosing yeah. his minutes. He's choosing not to have them play together. And that's concerning to me because why are you not doing that? That's, that's another question I would ask him if yeah, I got yeah. to speak. That's, that's, that's my question with other, a few other pieces too, but hey. you know. I mean, you know, Will from LI can call back now because, you know, we, we can speak on that. Will, it's your time. If you want to call back now, it's your time. I wanted to start over with some good vibes, but, you know, listen, it's a it's a realistic concern. Um, but while he's in, I'd like to see them using him more in the pick and roll. 
and I'd like to see him giving him a chance to, to face up and make a move to the basket. You know that that's where Obi's got to that's where Obi's got to eat. The newly signed Jordan Brand team member. Salute to Obi. Hey, uh, signed sign with Jordan officially. He's been rocking Jays all year, but officially signed with Jordan. Um, my guy Steve Sweatpants did the photo shoot at MSG last week, so uh, he gave me a little preview of the shoot earlier this week. So shout out my guy Steve Sweatpants. Make sure you guys check out that interview with have Steve Sweatpants. Uh, the photo shoot. Yeah, have a oh, look. The photo shoot was fire. I can um we, we can get to the site once we take some more calls. I'll, I'll share some of it. But the photo shoot was fire. It, it was Obi and his parents um and, and at MSG. The Jumpman logo is still a little bit hard to to get with, being that it's MSG and the Knicks. I yeah, like I, I was trying to be too much, man. Oh, yeah, I, I was trying to stay silent. But yeah. <laughs> what happened to the home whites? Every every day now we rocking the blue Jordan j- jersey. Like, what's yeah, going on, weird. man? It's weird for me. Hey, man, we're winning in that jersey, so. Yes, but it's like, yo, MJ's a billionaire, man. You don't need more marketing, man. Go to get the home whites going. Crispy. It's, it's just weird for me. <laughs> it's just weird. It's all way weird. It's just weird, man. So. I, I'm, I'm, I, hey, I'm the guy. When, J, when, when the Knicks signed Jason Kidd, it was weird for me. Right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was it was weird for me. I was like, that was a weird moment in time, though. That was, was. that was that was a weird moment. And, yeah. and when he was running and gunning for us, that was my guy. He's yeah, forty years old at all, like yo, take exactly. Care of that dude. And, yeah, Hannah and Kenyon. Yeah, it was weird yeah. for me. But I, yeah. you know, it was weird. But you know, it's like, oh, now they in the Jersey, cool. Yes. Yeah, it was a lot of it was a lot of beef, man. It was a lot. It of was beef. a lot of beef. <laughs> Let's go down, pause, pause, pause. Let's go down to um Kentucky. Aaron, what's going on? <laughs> What's going on, yo? Yo, how you feeling, bro? Can y'all hear me? Yeah, yeah, loud and clear, man. What you think about the game? Okay, good. All right, good, because I only got one ear plugged in. I can't find my other. I'll I'll just try to make sure y'all can hear me. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, uh, well, uh, first of all, man, uh, the New York Knicks are in sixth place, man. Yep. Uh, we, We should celebrate that. Uh. Big win today. I don't care about uh, Dame not being completely unhealthy. I think I think C.J. McCollum was out. Uh, you know, a, a win's a win, man. Back-to-back wins is always a a, a huge win. Uh, I was going to talk about first of all R.J. Man, he he he's playing his game finally, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's getting to the basket, the mid-range. Uh, the defense, the passing, all the things that I knew that that RJ could do whenever he was that dude, uh, he's doing it now, man. And then shooting the uh, the two to four th- the f- two to four threes, man. Mm-hmm. That's what he's doing, and it just seems like it's better, man. Uh, but then uh, I also want to talk about uh, the Ob Toppin. So. Mm-hmm. So Obi Toppin, what, what? He got eight minutes today, I think it was. Eight yeah, minutes. Obi got uh, nine minutes. Obi got nine minutes. Nine minutes, two points, one for two from the field. Nine, okay, not not nine minutes. Uh, what about playing with him with Randall? Like, what 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 what's the issue with that? Is it because they play the same exact position? Is it because you know, whenever we drafted Obi, I had a lot of my friends tell. I had a lot of my friends tell me that we just drafted uh, another Julius Randle. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So, 
I don't understand why we can't go small sometimes. I know it may hurt our rebounding, mm-hmm. uh, but I think for offensive purposes, I think playing Obi and Randall would be uh, would be something big. Also, man, like I don't think it's entirely Obi's fault. Now I do think he takes a little bit too much threes, uh, but there, there's a lot of times where I see him cut and he gets missed. Yeah, yeah, and 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 I think and that, and that goes back to my argument with uh, and I know Peyton had a great game today and he's going to have his uh. He's gonna have his point, twenty point games, uh, what once every mm-hmm. seven, eight games, man, where he has his uh, his great games. Yeah. But uh, I, I think for the Knicks to really like make the playoffs for one, and uh, to uh, to really like maybe win a playoff series, which I'm not, I'm not, I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to like say that we're yeah. that ready yet. But I think in order for that to happen, man, P. I think we need to hit up P. the Pelicans. Oh, he wants Lonzo. We need to ask them what they want for Lonzo Ball he and J.J. Ruddy. Okay. All right, all right. And okay, that's your... I, I, I don't want to give up. Appreciate the, appreciate the call, Aaron. We just, we just got to keep the calls. We, nah, yeah, we just got to keep the calls moving. But uh, basically, he, he, he wants more point guard play out there. So... Uh, he wants to go get Lonzo from the Pelicans. We haven't seen Obi and Randall out there together. Obviously, if they do that, they're going to have to go small. We've seen Randall effective at the small ball five as a facilitator as well. So, you know, if the opportunity presents itself, Tibbs is going to have to find those opportunities because if he doesn't, Obi's not getting the burn. He's never going to get the burn. So that, those are the opportunities they're going to look for. And vice versa, I think Obi is a capable passer, um, to the point where you could have Randall kind of spacing the floor for him as a better three-point shooter and have OB kind of operating out of the post, still in the face-up game and, and trying to uh, attack the basket that way. So let's see if, how Tibbs, um, you know, gets them out there together. We still haven't seen it. We still haven't seen it. Yeah, man. I guess it depends on our lineup, too. Like, today, when you have – when you have, um, I feel like today, like, when you have cancer playing the five. There was there. The opportunity was there. Opportunity is definitely there to, 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 to try out an OB – Randall lineup today, so for sure, for sure. So it's it's just if Tibbs wants to take advantage of those opportunities to use those two together, you know. Yeah, yeah, there'll, there'll be opportunities there for sure. Might be opportunities um against Miami, you know, playing Miami tomorrow. So uh, we know mm-hmm. Miami likes to go small as well. So there there may be opportunities to do so. Um, but yeah, shout out to Aaron down in Kentucky. This is some some pictures here from the uh, from the OB photo shoot. Shout out my guy Steve Sweatpants. If you guys go to the Jordan site, the Air Jordan site, you'll you'll see an interview with OB and uh, and some of the pictures that that Steve snapped. It's a dope shoot. It's a dope shoot, man. The, the, yeah. the Jumpman logo is just a little like kind of crazy to get around, but yeah, it's um, weird. Yeah, it's a, dope, <laughs> it's a dope shoot, man. Weird. It's, it's a dope shoot. Pat is out of control. I can't deal with this. Yeah, chat's wild. Chat's wild, man. On this Saturday bad day, man. So, They're so, so out of control. I can't. I can't salute, salute to everybody in the chat, man. Uh, Ari's in the building. Ari, what's happening, bro? Hey, what's up, guys? Great win today. Um, first things first. Denzel Washington's overrated, man. He plays the same role every Yo, single time. Yo, hang up the so phone. Kind of Ab- 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 Ari, Ar- we, we put <laughs> you on timeout, man. <laughs> we, we, put, we put him on timeout for that. Bad, <laughs> He's the greatest 
of all time. I didn't say that. That's not what I said. Oh, oh, we we got to put Ari on the bench for a second. Man. Um, Ari, I'm sorry, man. We we're gonna go. To, we're gonna skip. We're gonna skip a, and go to another call for a second. So I think my mom just that. sneezed because she heard that. No, I had to, I had to do that for the people, man. Ari's talking crazy. <laughs> Our two regulars, DLs, Will from LI and Ari, going crazy, crazy, man. All right, this this how we gonna this is how we gonna redeem ourselves. We're going to North Carolina with the preacher, <laughs> Jay Boogie. First off, clap back on the Denzel uh, slander, and then going to your game points, please. Jay Boogie from North Carolina, what's going on? Gotta gotta get the guidelines going. God bless everybody. I hope everybody's staying healthy and safe. Shout out to the team, the whole network. You know what I'm saying? CP. Ashley, JL, you got a lot of J's following you, man. You the big bro, man. Even though you don't say I might be older, you the big bro, man. We following the J's, man. You know what I'm saying? But yo, let me, let me, let me, let me say, hey, Ari, you might be, you might be overrated with that comment you just, you, 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 you just did for the wrong way. You know what I'm saying? I didn't like that. I mean, come on, man, for real, for real. And if you call back, I give you a chance to shout back at me. You can call back after me. You know what I'm saying? But I'm gonna do it like this, man. When it comes to making history. I don't care how good Emmitt Smith was going to be. He ain't going to never mean more than Jim Brown. He do too much. I don't care how good how Floyd Mayweather may be. He ain't going to never be Muhammad Ali. You know what I'm saying? I don't care how Le- LeBron James going to do. He ain't going to never go over Michael Jordan. That's just point blank. You know what I'm saying? And I don't, I don't, I don't care who acts. We completely Nobody ain't going to be better than show. Denzel. Completely. He plays too many <laughs> roles. And training day was an insult because he should have been had that award way fact. before that, oh, man. You know what I'm saying? John Q and call. all that, man. Yeah. Salute yeah, to that John man, Q. man. Salute Something. to all our, you know what I'm saying, our leaders and everything. Yeah. But let's get back to this basketball mm-hmm. game real quick. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? I, I look at it like this, man. If you ever had a fight in, in an opposite neighborhood and you was winning, they'd jump. That's what that's what we did today. We jumped Portland. They got they they first victory offers. Yeah. Today they got jumped. A lot of players did a lot of big things. I yeah. think we had more than five players with at least seven rebounds. Yeah. We had mad people in double figures. We had all types of hustle plays and, and, and rebounders and hard work going on. We outplayed them. We jumped them today. And I like that. That's what we gotta do. But go back to that Denzel, you know what I'm saying? Get a little bit more Denzel. Sometimes, you know what I'm saying, the train don't stay on course. It jumps off course. That, that move that Denzel had with John Travolta, I'm going to reflect on that. This is freestyling off the top of the dome. At the beginning, our train was running. We thought we was going to do different things. But certain things just started happening. You know what I'm saying? Randall started looking like an all-star player. RJ started looking like an improved player. Right now, he's second in the score out of all of that rookie class he came out. You know what I'm saying? We didn't know quickly was going to be doing what you're doing. Some things have changed, you know what I'm saying? So the, the course has shipped over on our train. Right now, Tom is looking for the playoffs. He didn't have playoffs on his mind. He thought he was going to be developing. But he see we're a little bit further than just developing our team. So now playoffs is on his mind. And we've been telling y'all about that. Some people say playoffs. I say top eight. Yeah, we in the top eight in the East, you know what I'm saying? And Tom really wants that playoff. So what he's going to do, he's going to play whoever he thinks is more most better, you know what I'm saying, for our lineup. Yeah, we drafted OB thinking that he was going to take Randall Plate. That was everybody's sense and mind frame. But the course shifted over, you know what I'm saying, when that boy started doing what he's doing, being the number eight player on that Eastern Conference All-Star ballot. And I'm yeah. saying it again, if y'all haven't been voting for Julius, Julius vote, you're holding us back. Julius he's number man. eight, but he really should be in front of them two boys in Miami, for real. So he yeah, should be yeah. up there in number six somewhere around there, man. But they hating on us. So if they ain't hating on us, that means we ain't doing what we 
doing is getting more all-star votes in for that boy. You know what I'm saying? But I ain't, I ain't, I ain't, I know EP ain't got my phone number. I ain't hacked into his phone. But he must have called Rod Strickland or something. Because for the last two games, he been getting any of everywhere he wanted to get to on that court. You know what I'm saying? The man ain't got no problem with getting the point A, point B anywhere he want to get on the court. The problem he got is finishing, and the problem he got is having more confidence. And the problem is he's taking a role over how we used to beat down Julius Randle last year. So now we got off Julius Randle, we just jumping on this guy right there. But this dude right there at six four, you know what I'm saying? He's doing some things for us on the court. And yeah, y'all know I love it. How quickly in that starting lineup. But don't forget he came off that bench in Kentucky, you know what I'm saying? So he might be being trained up to be our six man or something like that. We don't know what's on Tom's mind. But right now we need to stop trying to find, you know what I'm saying, negative situations when we know we playing and doing the thing, especially when we get a dub. Look at our revenge record. We ain't lost to no team that, you know what I'm saying, twice this year. Everybody that we lost to, we came back and got revenge. You That's sure. why I say we Clap jumped back. them, you know what I'm saying? Clap so start saluting and appreciating what we got going on. Playoff is on our mind. And an end of first round draft pick is going to be with Dallas. They got yeah. 13 teams in front of them, you know good. what I'm saying? We sit in the sixth spot. So we got a lot to be cheering for and be grateful. But stop trying to find the downfall, the negatives, you know what I'm saying? When yeah. we're doing something positive, no A's though. Right now, we riding, man, you know what I'm saying? Ride with the team, man. And keep feeling like, you know what I'm saying? Promoting like, yeah, you happy that we was go- we get ready to make the playoffs. You know how the garden would be right now if it was wide open, you know what I'm saying? And, and, and it was sold out, it'd be off the chain, you know what yeah. I'm saying? They might yeah. the Dolan might start be giving away stuff, you know what I'm saying, from the menu. I'm just playing though. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that's yeah. how the garden would be yeah, rocking, you know what I'm saying? So we gotta salute, man, all efforts and everything, you know what I'm saying? And we shut down Carmelo. I love you, Carmelo, but you put up two points. Now we won't gonna let you break Oscar Robinson, you know what I'm saying, point record, you know what I'm saying? You gotta stay in that four. T-spot. Don't do it on us. Do it on somebody else, man. We love you, man. But yeah, it's a lot of things to be grateful, man. We going all out on D, man. You know what I'm saying? That's Only right, thing we ain't right, doing yeah. is patting the floor like Duke be doing. And all they need to start doing that. That's how you have team leaders, team leadership, team right. motivation. I don't need no veterans. I need team leadership, team motivation. Right, you know right. what I'm saying? That's why I come like I come every time when I be on this phone. Because I be hoping and praying that one of them guys over there playing, you know what I'm saying, with the Knicks can hear what I'm saying. So maybe, maybe even he heard what I was saying because hey, I've been fighting that dude, man. But the last two games, he's been putting it on, man. You know what I'm saying? So why he doing what he's doing? Get a man some props because the thing is, we're trying to make the playoffs, man. That's that's, that's, that's not even a goal for us. A goal for us this year, y'all was saying we was maybe 25 games, maybe 24 games, maybe 30 games. No, the goal should be coming out and make that playoffs, man. That's what it's about, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So stop trying to pull everybody down right, when right. we trying to stand up. You know what I'm saying? It's Black History Month right now. But it, it ain't just about black because we all need to unite. Look at the channel. Look at the fan base on this channel. It ain't got no racism. Nothing on this channel right here. That's how we all unify. You know what I'm saying? And I'm, I'm, I'm going to get back to y'all later on. You know what I'm saying? Right, My daughter's getting no. there amping up. I got to see what she's doing, man. But yeah, I'm on one and I'm getting ready for Miami tomorrow because Jimmy Butler and that boy Byrne, we got something to show you tomorrow. I need one of them spots for that all-star game. And when I get off the phone, you know what I'm saying? I'm out, man. I'm out, man. I'm out of breath, man. Y'all been saying I ain't take a breath. Yeah, I don't take a breath. I, I breathe up underwater, you know what I'm saying? And I sit hard, you know what I'm saying? At 52. I'm going to drop a jewel on y'all one day. Shout out to everybody. Chuck D and everybody, man. Love and peace, man. And the church said, hey, freaking man. Wow. Hey, we had to redeem ourselves. Wow. Man. Ari said, bring me back now. Old facts. Ari, man. Ari wants that smoke. Old facts. 
Oh, my God. Wow. Throw some fives in the chat first off for Jay Boogie. Sue Jay Boogie fan. Let's throw some fives in the chat right now. He didn't even take a breath. Man. Straight fire. All right, Ari. You got to redeem yourself, man. Go to the game. Let's go to the game. This ain't Denzel right. Fan TV, man. Don't let him play you. De- don't let him play you, Ari. Speak your truth. Go ahead, Ari. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Whatever, whatever. Personally, I, I, I'm a Will Smith fan. I think he has more range. But besides that, let, let, let's yeah, get right. to the game, all right? All right. Whoa. So, um, number one, first of all, you know, I know Jay Boogie's your preacher. Jay, listen, I love Jay Boogie. Great, great quality. I know he's your preacher, but my preacher is Jay from Florida, okay? Ooh. Jay from Florida is my preacher, all right? I'll take Jay from Florida any day, all right? <laughs> but besides, besides yeah, that, so let's start with the good. R.J. Barrett was, like, the most important thing going into the season was hoping that R.J. Barrett would take the next step. Yes. He's clearly taking the next step, Um, you know, he kind of reminds me a little bit of like a Paul Pierce D Wade hybrid. He, he has really good yeah, body control and he's really good at like weaving into the lane. And the thing about RJ is if you took that five game stretch where he went like 0 for 25 from three, if you took away those five games, his percentages are actually like not that bad this season. And, you know, I haven't called in in a while and I haven't called in since that Clippers game. And just to watch a 20 year old guy, go toe-to-toe with Kawhi Leonard and literally, like, pulled his own with Kawhi Leonard says something. I don't think there's a lot of 20-year-old players who could do that. So Mm -hmm. I think, um, you know, we really have to be thankful that R.J. Barrett's on this team. Um, So, you know, that's the good. Now, the bad, um, you know, we won the game, but, like, again, with Tibbs' rotations, man, like, Oh, I just don't get it, man. Like, Emmanuel quickly was going off. He just hit a 30-footer, and then he takes him out. Like, like, like Tibbs is like the anti-Mike D'Antoni. He's a <laughs> defensive genius, but he has no clue what's going on in offense. He has no clue. And the reason why his rotations are so suspect to us is because he's not even looking at offense when he's deciding who goes in the game. He's just looking at defense. Which is, okay, yeah, it takes defense to win championships, but, you know, you still got to score also. You have to have balance. And the whole knock on Mike D'Antoni is, yeah, he can make a a bad team relevant and get you to the playoffs, but can he go over the hump? You know, I think the same thing goes with with, with Thibodeau, just on the other side. So, um, you know, I I don't like his rotation still. Um, I'm with everybody else. You know, Obi Toppin's 22 years old, right? He He was projected to be, you know, the next, like, like savior he was supposed to be a key piece of our future and he's playing nine minutes a game that's unacceptable i don't care if julius yeah. Randle's on the team i don't care if anthony davis on the team i don't care if tim duncan yeah. you cannot play your number one draft pick who's 22 nine minutes a game he's not like he's not like frank he's not like frank Nilatino who came <laughs> out when he was 18 19 years old you can't right. show up a 22 year old kid i appreciate appreciate it. i appreciate it. i just want to keep the calls rolling appreciate it though we, we get it we, we get it. I think the, the biggest takeaway was the whole Will Smith thing. No, he's not better than Listen, Denzel. Listen, I just want to go You're on record. You're wilding right now. I agree wilding. with that. Ari, Ari, listen, it's all love over here. I appreciate you, but there's no way Ooh. in hell that Will Smith has more range than Denzel Washington. Send him back right. to the Are you chat. telling me when Will Smith cried <laughs> because his papa didn't man. love him? Was that, was, that was a big moment. When, <laughs> when, when, last, yeah. What was the last good Will Smith movie? I'm trolling. I'm trolling. I'm trolling. Uh... <laughs> 
I am legend was fire. I am legend. That's a lot. How old? That movie is what? Like ten years. (laughs) I gotta go back. I gotta go back in the catalog. My point. I gotta go back in the catalog, man. Hancock was trash. Hitch, Hitch. <laughs> Hitch was a feel-good movie. Hey, right? Hitch, Pursuit of Happiness? I don't know. He ain't seen the guy that Ari, you got to send Ari back to the chat in disgrace. <laughs> I feel him on the other points, so though. RJ's definitely in his bag. You know, um, the whole rotation thing with Tibbs, he's going to go to who, he, who he's going to war with. That's it, man. That's it. Uh, Dan from Long Island, what's up, Dan? How you feeling? Good, good, good. Uh, first of all, you know, I know I dragged Reggie Bullock the other night, but this is just further proof that the players are listening to your show because yeah. look how he did today. Yeah, yeah. I'm just kidding. But he defended the way, you know, did very well, the way you all said he, he, he could and he would, and, and uh, I was impressed. He rugged. Really did a good job today. So um, hopefully, hopefully I see more of that going down as the season goes on. Listen, I'm also a little thrown. I got mad respect, mad respect for Ari. I love him. I think he's a great Nick caller. And maybe because I'm old and he might be a lot younger than me, if he don't know Cry Freedom, Philadelphia, <laughs> Glory, Get him. Fences, Get him. Inside Man, Get him. Malcolm X, Get him. Eli, Get him. Crimson Tide. Har- Ooh, Crimson Tide I understand was he classic. wasn't there. But if you weren't there, you shouldn't talk. So I like Four Nights in Miami. I like Black Clansman. Nice movies. It's an insult (laughs) to put Denzel's name with anyone other than maybe Sidney Poitier and Meryl Streep, maybe Marlon Brand. It's a fact. I'm out. And he drops the mic like Dave from Florida. Let's go. Let's go. And the hurricane was a class. Glory Tears. Why is he coming at Ari for that? Will Smith wasn't in any of those movies he just named. No, well, he's saying because, because Ari was saying that Will was better than Denzel. So he's running yeah, off the catalog. Yeah, a bunch of movies that Will Smith wasn't even in. But what, what he but he what he's saying is those are classics. Will Smith can't see no, those. No, he's shows. saying Black Klansman, good movie. Oh well, that was that was yeah, that was June, that was that was young, that was young uh, Denzel. He's saying he's saying that's the ones he saw, but he missed the classic. That's what yeah, he's saying. Yeah, basically. he's saying you're naming Black Klansman on the later one. Will Smith wasn't in Black Klansman. That's my. We're point. talking about Denzel. <laughs> young, you were talking about young Denzel. Oh, talking about young Denzel now. Yeah, okay. about Denzel. Yeah, yeah. Well, Crimson Tide. Remember the Titans. Remember the Titans. It's a classic, G. Okay, but you guys are not understanding what I'm saying. I'm not saying he's better than his son right now. Yeah, you're saying saying he could be. You're saying he he could be. Yeah, you're you're saying he could be. He could have a more diverse catalog. He's only 36 years old. Denzel is 66 years old. He has 30-plus years on his son. (laughs) Guys got to relax. We don't know what the future of this man's career is going to look like. He got game. (laughs) Yes. We're going to turn this into Denzel Fan TV, man. We're going to turn this into Denzel Fan TV. People struck a chord. Somebody in the chat said Will Smith was fire in Red Table Talk. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that was so Shan BK Shout out Shan BK yeah. Said Denzel was fire red table talk That uh, is so mean. Get him Get him 
Wow. All right. All right. Hey, man, I, I love how we kind of, you know, mixing the vibe up in here, man. It's an excellent vibe here today at this matinee edition. All right, let's hear from some new people, man. Got a lot of new people on the call. Cool. Salute to everybody in the chat once again. Hit that thumbs up button for your squad. Y'all killing me. Yeah. <laughs> killing me today right now. He said red table talk, bro. All right. Um, let's, look, let's go to L- Mark from LI. Mark, how you feeling? Hey, what's going on, guys? How's everything? Good, bro. Happy Saturday. How you feeling, bro? I'm good. I'm good. Um, the only thing I wanted to talk about was um, um, I don't know if anybody noticed, but uh, Dane Litter was on the Joe Button podcast. Yeah, giving a little um chit chat. You know what I mean? A little a little trash talk. And uh, you know, I just want to know. I just want you know let everybody know that you know we caught that W today. Yes, sir. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, appreciate. It. Well, th- well, this is post game live, Mark. So yeah, we 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 do know it. We did get the win. So uh, <laughs> shout out to to them. But um, you know, Dame Dame is a good trash talker, man, and he could back it up. It just so happens that Alfred and the gang got the last laugh today, and and Dame was banged up. We we definitely acknowledge that. You know, he ha- he has a uh, streamed at Domino. But hey, you get on the court, you you come to play. Knicks got the revenge that they were looking for, and uh, set a good tone. So. Appreciate that call. Yeah, yeah, that was a while ago though. He, he he got a good memory, man. Yeah, he got a good memory. I I haven't heard buttons in them in a minute, so yeah. Nah. I thought, well, I you know, I listened. Now nah, listen, yeah. now Dave was on there like a few weeks ago, and I guess Joe was was joking about our record. He's like, ah, we, we number yeah. eight, huh? And Dame was like, ah, oh, it's not gonna last. Yo, Dame <laughs> Dame slandered Nick's fan TV like three years ago. If you don't remember, Did he? yeah, hundred percent. There was what? an incident. There was an incident at the Garden. Where uh, Frank, when he was playing, and Cannon was on the team, and Frank and uh, Yusuf Nurkic got into it, and Dame uh, came through, and it was like a little, you know, like a little skirmish. But uh, oh, yeah, I remember that. It was so like- they end up winning the game, and I posted something on the topic, like you know, Nurkic didn't want that snow, or Dame didn't want that smoke with Frank, and then Dame replied back, like you know. After that play, I just ran off like five straight on y'all, and we took the W type of thing. I was like, oh man. Uh, I remember that, yeah. but I don't remember it being towards. Uh, I didn't remember it t- being towards the program though. But yeah, oh. yeah, no, this is on Instagram. This is on my Instagram. They, they actually oh, re- replied. Oh, <laughs> wow. Dame oh, man, I'm back with some slander, That's... man. But but listen, Dame's like that because there was yeah. a reporter. I think it was Aaron Fences, and he read something. And he was in the post um, game after one of the Trailblazers <laughs> games or whatever, and he was he was like. Didn't you say something like da 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 on Twitter? He does not he forget. Like, uh, yeah, he's like, all right, because I forget. Just making sure that you stand by what you said. I was mm-hmm. like, okay, they really be in these social media streets, mm-hmm, okay? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <clears throat> That's a fact. Dame, Dame does not forget, man. My favorite player in the league right now, non Nick, uh, Melo as well, but obviously Melo, Melo's getting into that watch category. But um, Dame, Dame is just that guy. Unlimited range, man. Dame just pulls up wherever he wants to. And and it's a bucket, so yeah, there you got a guy like that coming in, up in the ranks. Man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, SK, I said I got to that super chat from James Fiore. Says last couple weeks, Ash has been a little too tough on Tibbs. We wouldn't be where we are right now without him. God bless. So I'm supposed to just sit here and just mm. like stroke Tibbs' ego and mm. not point out anything that he does that can be improved. <laughs> And I should just be okay with the fact that we're winning games, losing some games, and that just means that Tibbs is perfect, and I can't talk. critique him when he needs to be critiqued. Is that what I'm getting at? You just talk want me to critique yes. oh, Okay. Sorry, not going to do that. 
Lady Knicks fan TV with them boss. <laughs> Alan Berman, appreciate it. Paul Robinson says, uh, stay in your bag until you get some new tricks. Ashley Nicole, 100. Quoting Ashley there. Um, who else in the Super Chat? Man, Super Chat's coming in. Salute to... Damn, that's a lot. Uh, salute to Leon Newville. He says, shout out to the squad. Happy Saturday indeed. Scott 35 says, we have a 20-year-old Kawhi on our team named RJ. Be patient. He's not a Steph Curry, but that's okay. He will be a future NBA star. If he's doing that at 20, imagine what he will be at 25. Hashtag mm-hmm. Broadway Barrett. Gotcha. Open says, Elf is the roach that won't go away. Oh, that's <laughs> cold. Oh. Hey, man. Why you gotta be a roach? I don't like that. Oof. Pick a different animal. Oof. <laughs> hey, the Super Chats come in. I, I, I gotta read them. You know, the people paid. They paid for the advertising. Um, let's go to the Emerald City. Rob, what's going on? What's going on, guys? A, uh, I'm a New Yorker living in uh, Seattle. Nice. And, um, man, you guys have made my year. I discovered your show this year. You bring a lot of joy uh, every time you're on. Uh, serious wattage in all your smiles. They're beautiful. Thanks. And you bring that serious New York energy, man. I so appreciate it. Appreciate um, it, man. So I, I, I turned into I turned into a Blazer fan um, because the Sonics left the city. So this was a big day for me to watch uh, my two favorite teams. And I gotta say, I've never seen Dame. I watch all his games. And by the way, this is a team that kicked Philly's ass by thirty points yeah, two nights ago. Did, so you know, we we had our stuff together, even though we were down. Uh, you know, a lot of players. But I've never seen Dane so frustrated, so frustrated. And i got to tip my hat to the New York defense. And I'm just wondering what you guys felt about the scheme that, that, that was, you know, you were running at Dane today. It was kind of a defense by committee. Um, I sure wish we had Tibbs, um, you know, for the Blazers. Um, we need some defensive intensity and better rotations. Um, I'm curious, because our D is not that good, did you guys feel – uh, you know, like Elf and Reggie yeah, were good. getting into the lane a lot easier. I saw a lot of penetration today. So yeah. that's it. Um, much love to you guys. It's total pleasure to be on this uh, this call with you guys. Thanks a lot. Appreciate it, Rob. Appreciate it. Oh, it well, went to a series of emotions with that call. Yeah, yeah. My <laughs> man, he was like, I love what you guys do for New York. Then he was like, by the way, I'm a Blazer fan too. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> what? <laughs> Grab the wheel on them, man. But, no, listen, the the Knicks defense was solid, and I thought today um, they were very good, especially out there in the perimeter. Like I said, part of that is Bullock, the flexibility that he gives you. Um, Yes, they did shadow Dame, especially on the pick and rolls with Mitch, especially uh, near the end. They tried to – they didn't uh, throw traps at him, but they definitely kept Mitch out there just in case Dame was looking to pull up. You know what I'm saying, Tails? Because you got to honor that three-pointer from anywhere on the court. So they Mm -hmm. they had Mitch up there kind of cheating off his guy. So, listen, I I thought overall Peyton did a a fairly good job on the ball as well. And and so, you know, they got it done as a team. But offensively, attacking the the rim, attacking the paint is is the Knicks' M.O., whether it's R.J., whether it's Peyton, even if he's not finishing, or whether it's Julius. That's what they do best. Yeah, I agree with you. I I feel like the Knicks – um, they learned. They learned from their first game. They paid a lot more attention to Dame once he crossed the half-court line. 
He didn't try to really wait until he got to a comfortable spot in the three-point line to play defense. They, they were playing him three or four feet um, behind the yeah, line for yeah. most of the night, even though yeah, he's made yeah. some. Right. But, you know, it's Dane. He's going to make some of those crazy shots because that's yeah. who he is. But, you know, they, they did their thing by playing up on him past the three-point line and, and doubling at some points and making other people win, especially when it was game time. They they really forced him to, you know, give the ball up a lot more yeah, when it was yeah. winning time, and I think that was the difference in the game today. Yeah, that's a fact, man. That is a fact. Uh, so to everybody in the chat, once again, hit that thumbs up on the Fear Squad. Well, he's a Knicks fan and a Blazer fan, so it wasn't okay. all the way, you know. I, I I met a few people like that as well. Really? You know, yeah, yeah. Um, I shout out on Mike Bruno on Instagram. I've been chop, chopping up Mike Bruno for a number of years now, out in Portland. So you know, he he lo- he reps the local team, but he, he's a New Yorker at heart and still uh, rocks with the Knicks. So some people have that, you know, that away team that they rock with. Yeah, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying. Some people have that away team. When um, I'm in Miami, so should I be a Heat fan also? Well, we hope Hell not. no. We hope okay, not. So we need that intel. Goes there goes that theory. <laughs> can't, 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 do, can't do that, especially well, down there. No still way. there? You got to pick one, sir. No you way. can't have them both ways. Cannot. Cannot. Nah. Mm-hmm. Facts, facts. Uh, well, so Orlando, we, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Salute uh, Bowie State, team hashtag new. Uh, probably went to Bowie State, so shout out everybody that went to HBCU. Uh, Dr. Carby says, CP, did you get a snowblower yet? Um, I didn't, you know what I mean? But the Super Chats are coming in. Your boy's going to have to get one. My back did not hold up too well after Monday's uh, fiasco. Got to use your knees. <laughs> I was out there with the bootleg yeah, shovel, J. Ellis. <laughs> I had the bootleg shovel. You, you, one glove that was, like, fitted. The other one that was too small. I was, I was totally mm. woefully prepared, woefully prepared. And and it took me like two hours just to shovel a lane out the driveway. No there kids. No, nope. There were no kids around to nope. like pay. Nope. No kids. Yo, the kids wow. are on a different vibe. They're on that Fortnite. They're in the house doing Junebug challenge and and in the snow Whack. doing Junebug. The kids. Are, there were no kids to be found. Kids back in my day, <laughs> yeah. like at least a hundred. Five out of ten. That's twenty. Mm. There were no kids to be found. Yeah, you got to hunt What neighborhood you was in? Hold on. No, I said like total because you shovel multiple oh, houses. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, nah, just you start, you start and you're out there all day shoveling multiple yeah. houses. Nah, the dudes that knocked on my door the next day were some grown-ass men. Like, it was, it was <laughs> yeah, there was three of them and they was getting <laughs> it's, busy. It's man. hard. It's a it pandemic. Cool. Yeah. People to make cash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. There was no kids, no kids, man. man. They in the house on, the, on on Fortnite playing with Kevin Knox and whatnot, man. So. Yeah, they make yeah they make money on Instagram, not on not yeah. double. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, all right, last call of the night. Let's go to um, let's go to Kareem from the Bronx. Kareem, how you feeling? Going on, CP. Yeah. Been listening, Ashley, Jay Ellis. Yeah. Been listening for a long time. Following guys for a minute, man. First time calling. First time calling in. Y'all can hear me? Yeah, loud, yeah, yeah, loud and clear, bro. How I you myself. doing? How you, nah, nah, you good, bro. You good. Okay, okay. Yeah, nah, good, I hear myself in the background. That's right. right. Ash, your first point on the little Washington. Oh, my I God. See, I'm with you. <laughs> oh, he my carried God. Ballers. He carried ballers. <laughs> <laughs> so, he, you know, <laughs> he, he got the potential. He got the potential. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Whatever, Five star man. Five star call. Back to the game, man. Um, man RJ, he's ready. He's ready to be the man. He's 
He's the second best IQ player next to IQ. Yeah. He plays the smartest out of everybody on the team. Like, damn, I'm hearing myself echoing the phone. My um, fault. Let me let me let me just cut, let me just cut the line. Appreciate the call though. Yeah, RJ's in his bag, man. RJ's definitely in his bag. There's no doubt, man. I'm I'm happy to see his his growth and development. Um, and Ashley was happy to hear that you're on it her was. side in the in the Washington debate. It was. You know, I just I just appreciate someone actually understanding <laughs> what I was saying about the potential <laughs> being there instead of just you know jumping the gun and saying that I'm saying he's already better. I appreciate people who listen to me. I like that energy. So continue. It's, and the chat is roasting my man right now. It's all good, Kareem. <laughs> <Yo. laughs> it's all good. Let me get a couple more because a couple people have been, been waiting for a minute. Let's go to Shaolin. Jared, what's going on? I hate it here. <laughs> that is on 10 today. Jared going once. Jared going twice. Hello? Yo, yo, Jared, what's going on? Um, How are you guys doing, CP, J. Ellis, and Ashley? Uh, doing doing well, man. What's your points on the game? How you feeling? I'm feeling good. We got a tough win against the Blazers. Um, no game time in the fourth quarters. That was all good. Um, I feel like we were a little bit like tired late fourth quarter. We couldn't get a bucket for our lives to win, the game, but we secured it. We played good defense. That's how we won. Okay. Uh, I just want to bring um, two two quick things um, about some players. Mm-hmm. Uh, number one about Peyton. Uh, like you had a, another good game. That game, twenty points. The question is, are we going to get this consistently? Like this is a big problem from him, and this is what differentiates him and Randall. Yeah, you know they both had that problem last year. They're both. Everyone was booing them, everything, all that. But the difference this year is Randall is living up to his expectations and Peyton is inconsistent. And I, I no one understands why this guy is in the lineup besides defense. That's all he provides. Well, That's he, all he I got to pre- say about him. Appreciate it. Well, he provides that, you know, the, the, the court leadership that Tibbs wants. He's a veteran that Tibbs wants out there to run the offense. So we, we know that. Is he going to be consistent at it? Time will tell. We know that he hasn't been, and that's why he's been a career backup. You know, if he's doing this every game, he'd, he'd be a long-term starter in his league. But um, the thing is, you don't get that. And, and he's had a problem finishing at the rim where he, he just hasn't been good. So... Let, let's see um, if you can carry it over. The burner account is definitely working for him. You know what I'm saying? Knicks fans definitely <laughs> got at him. Knicks, Knicks fans definitely got at him on the burner, and and so he's picking his picking his game up. So, good good job, man. Um, one more. Uh, S dot from con- Connecticut. S dot, what's going on? What's going on, y'all, man? I'm Obi, 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 man. He can't get no minutes. Tom is doing this. He's he's literally stunting this kid's growth, man. And Ash, you continue to to push Tibbs and keep challenging them all the time on improvement because it makes no sense that our number eight draft pick can't get no burn, man. He's stunning them. Yep. He is stunning them. It's, it's ridiculous. Taj Gibson is there to 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 help. Is is he? Gibson shouldn't be getting no minutes, man. No minutes. He's just supposed to be Tom Thibodeau's extension to the players. You know what I'm saying? 
if Noel's not playing, why the hell, why Obi can't get the minutes? Why he can't get the minutes? It's, yo, it's pissing me off, man. I'm like, I'm, I'm just, every time, if IQ gets how many minutes? Like, he, he was in there, he was ready to cook. I understand Peyton is, listen, man, he's not the new age player. He can't shoot. Peyton can't shoot, man. IQ can shoot. He's a threat. He's, yeah. he's, and then Melo, man. Melo, he's still with us, man. Melo's still with us. He was ready to let Obi shine all over him, man. But he can't do it because he, he can't get no run. It, it's, it's crazy. And I'm, I'm crazy tight, man. I'm crazy tight about the Obi situation, man. It's just ridiculous how this kid got all of the talent. He runs hard every time he's out there. He's, that boy active, man. When yeah. he's out there, he's as active for them little spurt minutes he get. Like, like, like he can't. Like Obi, he's a mismatch for a lot of people. Yeah. Obi got a he got a couple low. I seen him do a couple low hook shots in the post. He could do all of that, but he he won't play. He won't play Randall. He won't. He won't do nothing for Obi, man. He won't run no plays for him. Nothing. Obi's yeah. just out there by himself. I feel you. IQ out there. IQ be ready. He, he ready, man. IQ ready. Yeah. IQ's ready, man. Appreciate the call, it's man. Just, yeah, listen, it's a frustration that's that's going to continue as, as the season progresses and if the minutes um, are are like it is. But I I seen it. I seen it coming. This is why I talked about a Randall trade if you can make it if it's worth your while because uh, if not. It just seems like this draft, you know, could could have been a, a waste. But it's early. It's early. Let's mm-hmm. see how Tibbs integrates the two of them in the lineup because that's the only way you're going to see Obi playing extended minutes. I don't, you know, it, it's it's going to have to be on small ball five. It's going to have to be on small ball five against teams that you can do that against. As you said, JL, this was a team that we could have uh, done that against today, um, but we, we just didn't see it. Nine minutes for Obi. So let, let's see what tomorrow brings for him. Mm-hmm. I mean, also, it's it's about, it's about picking your poison because if you take Randall out of the equation, this team is not tied for six in the East. It's just that is what it is. Those yeah. are the facts. So it's about picking your poison. What would you rather have? Do you want to have the season just to develop Obi if that's the case and trade Randall? But if you want to go ahead and instill a winning culture with this team and have them play in the playoffs and have that experience and get that kind of get their feet wet when it comes to that. Randall not being on this team is not an option. So Tibbs needs to figure out how to go ahead and please both sides and have both OB and Randall play together so you can start to get his development going so that that by maybe next season or towards later on in this season, you can go ahead and make that decision with a little bit more of a clear conscience because you know what OB can do. I personally don't think a move needs to happen until next season. I don't think Obi's going to be ready this season. I just think it'd be premature to do it. But if you are okay with it being premature and you want to see that, you know, development start to happen right away and you're okay with not being in the playoffs and not having that experience for your guys, then do it right now. But that's a decision that they need to make, the coaches, the front office, the team as a unit. They need to figure out what their end goal for this season is. And until they know that, they can't make a move and they can't make the correct one. A true story, man. Um, let me get to Howie from Wash Heights. Howie, you the true, true closer tonight, man. Go ahead, go ahead with your points, bro. Hey, how you how you guys doing? CP, JLS, Ashley. All right, good, good, man. What's going on? For one, Ashley, what you said was blasphemous about Ben <laughs> Brown. Um, I don't care how much potential his son has; he'll never be it. No different than Mike Marcus Jordan and Jordan. So, 
Don't compare Marcus to that comparison coming. I was waiting for somebody to use it. Yeah. <laughs> I was waiting. Weak comparison. <laughs> but, you know, this notion that just because the Knicks are winning, we can't criticize Tibbs or the team, it's crazy, you know? Uh, it's great that we won. It's great that we're winning. But there's things that he's doing that is affecting our team in negative ways. There's games we should have won. Emmanuel quickly playing 13 minutes is crazy. We finally got the guy that we've been praying for, our potential point guard of the future. He can shoot off the dribble. He can play make. He can shoot the three. I don't understand why it is that he's only playing 13 minutes. You don't want him to start, that's fine. But up his minutes. And if worst case, then have him play off ball. But to have him on the bench makes no sense. He pulled them in the fourth quarter at the end of the game for what? He pulled them before that when he got hot for what? And at the end of the fourth, you could see quickly was upset when he took him out. And I just can't make sense of it. And as much as we're winning, it's frustrating to watch. Yep. Peyton isn't our future. Emmanuel quickly is. And and that's really all I got to say. All right. Thank you for your time. Appreciate you guys and everything you're doing. Appreciate Keep it, it up, bro. Man. Appreciate it, bro. Frustrations abound, Jay Ellis, man. Sheesh, nobody happy about the dub, man. It's OB quickly out. Good God. Like, six seed in the East, you tough crowd, man. Yeah, yeah. I'm ha- I mean, listen, I agree, though, man. I'm happy with the win. I'm definitely happy with the win. But, like, it's 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 kind of ridiculous, though. <laughs> it's pretty ridiculous yeah. to have to have him have the impact he has in a short minute of time. Like, he's doing things other players aren't doing. And he's playing 13 minutes a game. Like, I, it doesn't make sense. Yeah. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. And that's what Tibbs is doing, man. He's he's consistent in his ways, man. They're 10 and they're 11 and 13. They're 6 in the East. By what, yeah. by what he's been doing. I understand. No, no, he's not above criticism. He's not He's not above criticism. Certainly, I've, I've had my issues. I want to see quickly playing. I want to see Obi getting those minutes. I like that they're winning, too. You know, like if Peyton is, is Peyton is has it going and he's contributing to the win, let him cook. Julius is Julius. RJ's coming along. Mitch is trying to hold it down. We getting solid play from Burks, and, and we, we we getting we getting dubs. IQ still being effective in his minutes. You know, mm-hmm. it's, it's yeah. a tough balance. It's a tough balance, man. I don't know. And I know, and I know people are gonna say, "Well, ask Derrick Rose about his experience. Ask Jimmy Butler about his experience." But here's the thing: Obi is the the main appeal of Obi was that he was NBA ready. Yeah, he's not NBA ready. Tibbs, Tibbs said and he was ready. Tibbs he said, said he was, he was ready. NBA ready. So if you think he's NBA ready, then why aren't you playing him more? And if he's not NBA ready, and he was supposed to be NBA ready, then don't you think you should be playing him more to get him NBA ready, especially when you drafted him at eight so that he could be part of the future of this team? It just seems like a contradiction because if he's not ready, you got to get him ready. And if he is ready, why aren't you playing him like he's ready? So I don't really know what the plan with Obi is. I don't know what it is. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Very know, time, like I said, we're going to have to see him out there together because that, Randall's not going nowhere and, and his minutes ain't going nowhere. So uh, you're going to need him to win games and they're going to have to figure out how the two can coexist on the court in a small ball fashion. Like I said, they, you know, there's some there's some uh, high offensive ratings uh, with Randall at the five, you know, with certain combinations, whether it's with IQ, with Burks, with yeah. RJ out there. You know, there's, there's some situations where Randall at the five can work for you. So you're going to have to see if you slot OB in there at the four and see how that works because if not, he's not going to get his minutes at all. Facts, man. I, 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 yo, I feel like 
I feel like I could be rookie of the year if you got one minute. Like, it'll, I feel like yeah. it'd be a lot. Like, not like no contest. Yeah. <laughs> I, I feel you, bro. <clears throat> I definitely feel you on that one, man. But um, great show. Back at it tomorrow. Miami Heat coming into town. A slumping Miami Heat. They did beat the Wizards last night. But, yeah. uh, you know, that, that juggernaut that came through the bubble is just not that. And as Jay Boogie said, uh, you know, with Jim, they put Jimmy and Bam in the All-Star. But, you know, obviously, uh, Jimmy Butler just got back? Or what, what, what was his stat? Yeah, Jimmy Butler just got back. Uh, cause I think you want to say his second. This, or this will be his third game after passing, you know, the health and protocols they have with COVID and things like that. So this will be, I believe, his third game back since hearing that. And it will also be without Goran Dragic, which is um, he's dealing with injury again. He had a foot issue during um, the bubble that actually him out of that final series. And then obviously Bam got hurt as well, and we know what happened after that. But um, So it will be interesting. It's going to be interesting to see how they play in New York going to be interesting to see how, I mean, this is a this is not the same New York team that a lot of teams are familiar with. This yep. is not a pushover team. They're going to they're gonna fight. They're going to have the New York grits, as we say. So, yep. going to be interesting to see how um, the Heat are able to fight against that. A lot, of, a lot of interesting matchups, man. How do yeah. we contend with Duncan Robinson on the three? You got RJ mm-hmm. and, and Jimmy. You got Bam and Julius. Uh, you know, Peyton, Peyton and, uh, and, and, uh, and and Dragic, even though Dragic seems to be coming down, uh, you know, it's going to be going to be an interesting matchup. Yeah, definitely. Match. Yeah, man. JL's got it and I'll sign out, bro. Yeah, for sure. Definitely uh, check out um, the Nick Time Show on all audio platforms, SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher. Also, subscribe to the channel as well. That is YouTube.com slash Nick Time Show. Catch all our pods on video form, all right? And also check us out on social media. That is EKLT Show on Twitter, The Nick Time Show on Instagram, Facebook. And check out the blog, too, on TheNickedTimeShow.com. And go over there, and while you're at the blog, check out some of the merch at TheNickedTimeShow.com. That is all. Back to you, What's up, everybody? I said what I said first and foremost. <laughs> and not changing my mind. But you can follow me on social media, on Twitter and Instagram, at Ash Nicole Moss. Also, subscribe to my channel, All In With Ash Nicole. Um, as usual, CP and I are cooking some stuff up for you, so we should have that for you, or at least a sneak peek for you very soon. And, um, yeah, shout out to everyone in the chat. Thanks for rocking with us. See you tomorrow when we beat the Heat. And, yeah. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do a great show. And salute to everybody in the chat once again. Hit that thumbs up button for your squad. 110 to 99. Those New York Knicks get the dub. Sixth place in the East, man. How you guys feeling? Continue the conversation. Leave us a comment in the chat. Leave us a comment after this video goes off. Get your Knicks fan TV snapbacks. We're going to do a giveaway today. We'll do it tomorrow, just in the interest of time. And uh, remember, these shows are available in audio podcast format, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, uh, Google Podcasts, Amazon Alexa, Stitcher, all major podcast platforms on the Knicks Fan TV. Remember, we'll be back tomorrow, same time, Knicks versus Heat. Let's get another W, see if we can make it three in a row. Let me shout out the rest of the Super Chats. Rare Edition says, let's go Knicks, great win. Let's try to be that playoff team instead of that play-in team. We held Portland to under 100, and they were salty about it. Yeah, second time this season Portland was held under 100. Uh, so great job by the Knicks. That Portland team averages 115 points, number three offense in the league. Um, Papa Left says, three-pointer Reggie Bullock. 
doubling down the five dollars for Jay Ellis, ten dollars with the in with the Knicks win. I'll take it. Joshua B says Knicks are a playoff team when Peyton plays like this, how he's been playing the last two games. Ron Pierre Jr., RJ needs to be featured more in the fourth quarter. Nowhere in God's green earth should Alfred take more shots than Barry. Starting to be a trend. Starting to be a trend, man. We don't want to lose RJ, um, his momentum going into that second half. You know, it seems to be yeah. got to go in the first half, and then, you know, second half, it's Julius and Alfred trying to win it. Want to see yeah. the ball in, in RJ's hands more. Yeah, sometimes, uh, like like Clyde says, he's open for a reason. Yeah, that's nice. <laughs> <laughs> and and Clyde, Clyde did not like when Peyton uh, came back in for IQ. He was like, why would you take him out? So, so yeah. Clyde was a menace today. Yes. But yeah. <laughs> he was, he, what did he say about Carmelo? He said, Carmelo in defense. That's an oxymoron. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, Clyde is close to retiring. He's pulling no punches. He's saying yeah. whatever he wants. And then and then what is what was it, the story about cancer? About how he, gave him, he thought he gave him a $50 yeah,ถูกต้องเลยเป็นสปาร์ทาร์ดอลลาร์ตะกูจิโอ้ยเบิร์ดไม่ถูกต้องเลยแล้วก็เขาบอกว่าไม่ได้ใช่ไหมคล
Nick Fury, what's going on? Cardi151 says, Ari is top five, but Jay Boogie took the crown. RJ got his, I don't know what that emoji is. Obi's going to be okay, but just slower than we thought. And Paul Robinson says, Peyton earned his minutes today. Not IQ's game today. Salute to everybody in the chat. Hit that thumbs up button for your squad. See you guys tomorrow. Knicks versus Heat. I'm Mark Chapman. Welcome to the Planet Premier League podcast. Each week, Steph Fabregas, Nader Manua, and myself talk all things Premier League. As a player, you don't have time to talk. No. You don't have time to make a plan. You just need to deal with wave after wave after wave. We watched Coach Carter, and he said, oh, afterwards, the game's just about doing this for your teammates. And I remember looking around halfway through the film, and half the squad was asleep. <laughs> Planet Premier League. Listen wherever you get your podcasts.